Making It Plain, a podcast dedicated to discussing real issues that impact Black communities, Black families, and Black women. Your host, Dr. Key, is dedicated to discussing Black issues in a way everyone can relate. Welcome to Making It Plain with Dr. Key. I am your host, Dr. Key, and this season we are kicking off Making It Plain with my girl, Sharon Washington. She's the marketing extraordinaire. She is with us today to discuss branding during a pandemic and how she's pivoted and kicked off a new lifestyle brand. So welcome, Sharon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I get excited about these things, right? We're getting to talk to people. Um, You and I just had a conversation about casually organizing things. I just, I feel like my mental health is strong again and and, uh, doing these type of interviews makes me even happier. Yeah, you know, I feel like, um, you know, there's bad to the pandemic, right? We, We can't get out as much as we want to, but there has been some good to the pandemic. And, I think we have to acknowledge that it has forced us to slow down and take a step back and sort of look at what's more important. And you have like transformed in some things. So I want to talk about that. So tell me how, in your point of view, how has the pandemic really influenced branding? Because I've seen so much, especially around Black women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's a, there's a double-edged sword here, right? Because the pandemic has brought not just the pandemic, but civil unrest all last year. Like lots of things have bought, brought many things to the forefront, specifically black lives, specifically black women and specifically black women who are entrepreneurs. That's like um, on the forefront. But what that also has done is created a lot of pressure and created a marketplace that's very, very saturated. So like you see everyone who's ever wanted to be an entrepreneur is coming on out, but we're not doing the due diligence of building sustainable um, businesses or branding. So what will happen is I fear that some of us might become a fad and fall away. So I don't want that to happen. I want that what to happen is that we build these brands and they, they're stronger than ever and that we can see the opportunity that's happening that, you know, hey, Black women, we're out there, we're doing things. Um, I've seen brands I've never seen before, like um, with items I've never seen before that I said, you know what, I wish somebody would create, of color, would create a product like this. The pr- pandemic has brought out all types of products and I, I'm actually excited about it. Yeah, that, that's what I've been seeing, too. And honestly, it's like, um, everyone's like, you know, support Black. And so that is what I've been trying to do. So I'm like, oh, snap, I got to buy this one from this person, this one from that person. And because you want people to excel and do well. So yes. you want to support these different brands. But man, it's costly because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot coming. And amongst just my circle. You know, mm-hmm. the people who mm-hmm. I interact with, they're doing so many amazing, amazing things. Um, so when people are thinking, because one thing you said, you don't want people to fall off, right? No, don't fall off. No. What should people be considering when they're thinking about, I need to start marketing my brand? What gaps are they filling in the industry for their product or service? 
So if you're not filling the gap, you're not filling the need, it's probably not necessary. And I don't say that in a harsh manner. I want reality. Like I don't want people to invest themselves, invest their money in businesses of black holes. So need could be anything. It's it's about your competitive difference. Um, I give, I always talk about burger places. Like there's always a new place with a new type of burger of some sort. But they fill the gap with different competitive advantages. So, for example, if you go to McDonald's, it's probably not for the burgers. It's probably for the fries, right? Or Wendy's or the freshness. Whatever it is, you have to have that competitive advantage that fills in a gap. Mm -hmm. No competitive advantage that fills in a gap. Um, Many times you're going to get lost in the fray, specifically in this kind of digital age, because people are, even though people are using um, uh, branding pieces like digital branding or um, more of social media branding, less people are getting seen because Mm -hmm. there are more people. Just think about all the information. Think about all the emails you get, right? Mm -hmm. You only open the ones, A, that are going to be pertinent, the people that you know, that's pertinent for whatever you need to use in the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have to be more diligent in understanding who our current customer is right now during this time, because with marketing and branding, as we see things shift, it's a shift. So you got to shift with the shift, if that makes sense. No, it it definitely makes sense. And, you know, I'm coming from a person who started a whole new brand with with handbags. And I had to really sort of sit down and say, how are my bags different from not just um, the luxury companies with these big names, but how are they different from all of these other small companies who are selling handbags, right? Right. And I had to really sort of uh, coin what that different was, difference was and who my audience was. Yes. And yes. marketing to professional women, they have been my supporters because my oh, bag- we, we, we switch up bags all the... So what's the bag? We can't use the bag anymore. It's a repeat customer, right? You're like, okay, well, I know I trust this bag. It lasts. I'm going to give me a new bag or I'm going to give my friend a bag or, right. you know. And they spread the word. And so you, yeah. you really have to think about what is your gap? And that's so important because I really had to drill down. I said, I want to do do purses. And it's like, for who? Yeah. <laughs> to do what? Yes. What, what is your yes. brand? What is what are you trying to sell? What are you trying to do? Um, and 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 why would people pick it up? And when I say pick it up, other marketing outlets. Because you have right. to think about the free marketing as well as the paid marketing. Um, and yes. all of my marketing has been free. So far, because I coined it in a way that was very specific and there was a gap there. Um, So that was great advice. Everyone (laughs) needs to do the same thing. It is People will keep asking the same questions. I worked with a videographer and he kept saying, okay, well, well, why is that important? Well, well, how is that? Yeah. 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 Um, And I had to nail it. And then then when I recorded it, he was like, you got it. Right. Here's another thing that I think people think is important. That's really not important now. Mm-hmm. No one cares about your story right now. When they, <laughs> no one, because everybody has a story. So for my storytelling pe- marketers, no shade, absolutely none. And there's a place for the story, 
but it is not in this marketplace because people are making quicker decisions based on their need. So uh, I would love to tell your audience that your story is great. Whatever story you got, I'm pretty sure it resonates with someone. What's more important is what problem are you solving for that person rather than your story? (laughs) I I would have to add that. That's the truth. Because people have said, um, oh, I got that bag because I saw I could put my laptop, my phone, and all that stuff. It was those type of videos. Yeah, I got a story behind it. But of course, those type of things that got people's attention. Like, oh, I can carry my iPad, my laptop, my phone, which is the reason why I made the bags as big as I made them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we do have to get to that that need because we'll, we'll be selling and not knowing who we're selling to. Absolutely. And, and you're just... And you're telling to a story that, that may not fall upon... The, so the person may have the problem that you can solve, but they may not resonate in the story that you're trying to pitch. So it's all about the problem, not your story, because everybody won't resonate to your story. That's true. That's true. So listen, you've done some pivots. So I want to talk about pivoting during the pandemic and, and, and really kind of get to how have you used the pandemic to kind of pivot within yourself? Right. Uh, it was an internal process. So I'm not the type of person that uh, runs away from a fight or challenge or struggle. But I found myself last year um, around May feeling really like at a point of pause that that almost never happened. I mean, I pause in moments, but like for a long pause, um, I think I became depressed and this is all self-diagnosed. Um, <laughs> we know what depression looks like. Girl. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm depressed. Right. Uh, but I wasn't myself. Um, I didn't feel motivated whatsoever. I probably was watching more Netflix than you can count. Um, I wasn't really exercising and I was kind of inconsistent in between my eating. And as you know, when you saw the pivot, I was like really trying to get my life together um, from a health standpoint. That all kind of fell to the wayside. So the TV, the news was the devil at that time. And I'm a communication major. Like I believe that, you know, a communication professor, I believe in media. Free speech, all of that. Mm -hmm. The media was giving me angst, Mm -hmm. anxiety, Mm -hmm. uh, making me sad. Every day, the way things were being framed. So I took a break. I took a a couple of months, maybe a month or two. That's a long break for me. So Mm -hmm. for some people, they're like, oh, 60 days, 30 days. Oh, that's long for me to take a break. And I went internal. Mm -hmm. And I discovered this. What is going to make me happy? Continue to do what's going to make you happy. Not for someone else, but for yourself, because this life isn't promised. Mm -hmm. So once I kind of, you know, picked myself up, right, and got that in my my head, I thought, okay, well, what things make me happy? Food, fitness, Mm -hmm. and fashion. It makes me happy. And I had to realize being a marketer, right? Because I'm always, what what, hap- what really happened for my clients became a benefit. Because now, instead of me saying, stay in your lane, kind of keeping you in this one piece, I'm going, okay, you can stay in your lane, 
but then go in another lane, run another race or another race so that you can encompass all things of what you want to do in your life. So the SW life was birth. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been talking about putting a cookbook together forever, <clears throat> forever, but it wasn't worth my time. Mm-hmm. Right. I was going, I'm working. We talked about this, right? Like right. I'm training, I'm teaching, I'm facilitating for Goldman Sachs. I have no time for this. I made time for it. So for me, what happened with the pandemic is that I went internal and built a life that I was going to be happy 360 degrees. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so funny because are. I've been following you for so long and I know you cook. Like you yeah. cook. Yeah, all the time, and we like looking at these pictures, drooling, like, oh my god! <laughs> but you know, you didn't highlight that as a part of you, which mm-hmm. is something like mm-hmm. I cook for my family today, mm-hmm. or like fashion. You always, yes. right? Yes. You didn't Thank highlight you. that as some as that uh, this is something that that I love, and you even inspire me because I'm like, I got these things that I do that people don't even know. During the pandemic, I redecorated several rooms in my house because interior design is one of the things that I do, that I love to do. People don't ever get to see it unless I send a picture of like my dining room or something like that. I post something. They don't see me in the process doing it. And I said, well, maybe I should like show people this side of me. Not necessarily that I'm going to, they can book me to do interior design because I don't think that's where I want to do it. Yeah, no. You're right. But right. I like doing that. And it's a part of me that I like. And maybe it'll inspire somebody else to do something else. And we don't show all those different pieces of us. But honey, we're not one dimensional. We are At all. We we are we have so many, like we might be smart and brilliant. But we have that creative side that we can tap on at any given time. So what I really, I think I reached out to you was like, I'm liking this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you were like, yeah, you was like, it's really not new. I'm like, yeah, it's not new because you've been doing this stuff, but you've been highlighting it more. So the brand is new, the SW Life. So I have three different brands. I have my company, which is the P3 Solution. That's marketing communication. Then I have my professional brand, that's Sharon Washington, where I do training and things like that. And then this is the SW Life, which I can say is everything. Soon there'll be travel um, put into that. So there's... Travel, fashion, fitness. And with the fashion piece, what happened is um, the shoes, the Angela Scott, I became a brand partner with them first. Mm -hmm. So I I actually built a a living Mm -hmm. from (laughs) showing the fashion. And then with the glasses, these are Caddis. Caddis came about and then jewelry. Like I really um, have now made a part-time living off of the SW life, which I did not, no intention, zero. You didn't even think of doing that. And that's, no, that's pretty cool. And you've always been wearing those shoes. And yes, yes. Because I've, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen your that's, my, that's my favorite shoes. It's my favorite brand. My right. favorite brand. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> the fact that they approached me to do it, I was happy. I'm doing it anyway. You were doing it anyway. Right. You were posting doing it anyway. So, I guess um, I want to know, like, how, because you, you have these brands, mm-hmm. and how do you distinctly sort of go about displaying what those, what the brands are? So I choose platforms with audiences. So, so for example, targets are dynamic. Your audience isn't always going to be your same audience for, for the life cycle of your brand. 
right? And so even though you say professional women, women, I'll give an example, is that for now you're you're promoting to professional women. There's still sub sub people inside of that women want these bags, right? You could then decide to market to men who want to buy stuff for their women, the women in their life. Like these things can change. And I found that with the different platforms, I can be different things. So with Instagram, I'm not selling business anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm actually selling myself, like my personality, if it, if anything. So people want to see that full on, it's like wrapped around. So I can show everything on Instagram, which is the SW life in its totality. Um, the tagline is do you as you for you, right? So Instagram, I use for that. Facebook, I have three different pages. So I have Sharon Washington for the SW Life. Then I have Sharon Washington for my professional brand. And then the P3 Solution. There are certain people that go in certain components. Like I don't connect with everybody on Facebook unless I'm really building a connection. So if I'm really building a connection with you, we're going to talk. We're going to build more of a solid friendship or an association. Then you become a friend, a friend, right? Um, if you are looking for more of this is a business relationship, I scoot you over to um, Sharon Washington. If you're looking for some some work done, you go to the P3 Solution. And LinkedIn is all about my professional brand, Sharon Washington. So I have separated categories in different places so that I can show up in these places and attract the people in these places who I want. I know that the CEOs aren't going to be necessary unless we're connect and, you know, unless we have a connection, they're not going to necessarily be on Instagram. Check me out in my bathing suit. Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. I mean, but, and it's there, but it's there. So it's a part of me. I'm not ashamed of it. Right. And I think the struggle is coming from my world is mm-hmm. managing your different yes. sort of brands mm-hmm. because they all ha- they all display a different part or a different aspect of you and who you are. Um, and so it's like, okay, LinkedIn is professional. Like we know LinkedIn yes. is professional. But at the same time, it's customers on LinkedIn. No, it's not. So stop it. So stop, stop. Thinking. No, no. Audience. I see so many people marketing on LinkedIn. They should not. They're not doing this successfully. Not, it's called it's called scarcity in the marketplace. Your mindset is having scarcity. You're trying to gather up everything. Look, you're going to have customers anywhere you go. On LinkedIn now, <laughs> but not but but not to market your products. It's your credibility. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn isn't that place. If you see it, just okay. So do this, and I challenge this for anybody. When you market on LinkedIn, do it for sixty days straight. Do it sixty days. Schedule it every other day. Whatever you're gonna do, see how it converts. I bet you your conversion will be under two percent. Mm-hmm. Then you have to question, is it worth it? So yes, you may have a few people buying on LinkedIn your mm-hmm. product or and or service, whatever that is as your marketing. However, however, you have to match up, is the conversion worth the effort? Because mm-hmm. they do the extra that they have to do the legwork to really look at what they're really marketing on on LinkedIn. 
Yeah, LinkedIn isn't a marketing place. I'm going to say that a they thousand times. They want marketing. They want you to get these marketing packages and all these different things. You know why? They want you to set, they, it's called Sales Navigator. So what they want you to do is establish business relationships so you can sell individually. Ah. Yeah. So you can, so you, so here I met Dr. Key. Now, now I can sell my stuff because I met you because we connected, but it's really not conducive to um, this large business. Like here's my product, buy it. I I know back in the day, you couldn't even put products on LinkedIn. Like it was not Mm -hmm. built for that. I don't know if you can do that now. You won't see so, my LinkedIn. If, if you follow me on LinkedIn, on my LinkedIn, you won't see me saying buy a product on LinkedIn. What you'll see is articles I've been featured in, whether it's professional articles or articles about my brand or whatever. But you won't see a, a specific product that I'm selling on LinkedIn. But that's I'm perfect. that LinkedIn is changing, though, in terms of wanting to be more because people have been complaining a little bit, professional people have complained a little bit because they feel like LinkedIn is trying to be like Facebook, but that was not what it was built for. Yeah, so um, the the biggest issue with the LinkedIn Facebook is that it's competition. So you want to offer as many options as you can as your competitor, when in actuality, neither one should be competing with the other. They should be providing, see again, gaps mm-hmm. in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. They fill a gap in the marketplace and just continue to fill the gap in the marketplace and mm-hmm. you'll be fine. I continue to tell people, you know, I did this thing in 2014. Facebook is the water cooler. It's a place where you can have these casual business relationships mm-hmm. and you can sell casually in business where LinkedIn is the boardroom, those rules Mm -hmm. don't necessarily work inside there. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be fun in the boardroom, you can't have personality in the boardroom, but that boardroom is about establishing your credibility and therefore people getting... So once once they look at you, the professional, they're going, okay, what's your business? But they don't go, here's your business and let me find all the professionals in this. It just doesn't this episode is sponsored by Belinda B, the original boss bag designed for women on the go. Visit bbbossbags.com. So I agree with you that there are customers everywhere, but that doesn't mean you should be, yeah. you should be you, selling you everywhere. customers from every, every entity. Um, Cause I've gotten customers from every entity, but how I show up in those environments, Definitely is very different because right. of how the structure of the environment. But and and but but I'm noticing that the the the, the social media platforms because we're in a pandemic, we have to yes. use. We're using more social media now, and it was going that way prior to the pandemic. But but mm-hmm. now everyone is tied to their computer more than ever. And so Mm -hmm. people are trying to figure out how to navigate these different outlets and how to show up in these different environments and, and where does, where their brand fits in these different environments. And, and we're noticing that LinkedIn people are on there. They're trying to date now. They're trying to um, sell actual products on there now. They're trying to, you know, do marketing. Like they're trying to venture into the other platform areas because we have, we have Twitter, we have TikTok, 
We have LinkedIn. We have Instagram. We have Facebook. Mm-hmm. And in all those environments, you show up different. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're I all do. different. They, they, <laughs> but they are all different. Um, and some you do better than others. Like I'm an Instagram person. I do Instagram better than probably some of the other outlets that I have, even though I have the other outlets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and my daughter says TikTok is not for old people. So <laughs> these kids, <laughs> these kids. But when we're talking about branding, I mean, I guess I want to know. They have all these formulas. Post this mess. Do this. Do this. And it's it's really impossible to do if you are a busy person. How do you manage showing up in those different environments? How you shouldn't do- be in all of those. Mm-hmm. So that number one. Take your nose. It is important to know how much effort, how much your expectation, what do you, whatever you think that you want back from putting out this effort. So let's, let's all stop doing maybe marketing. So more intentional marketing. So what is happening with brands? You, you're right. People are online more often, but they are not looking at new people because that is overwhelming in itself. Think about all the people, all the people that you follow, right? You can't possibly keep up. I have like 6,000 followers on Instagram. It's no way I keep up with 6,000. But there are a cool hundred that I do, mm-hmm. like maybe 100, 150 that I keep up with, like nobody's business. So we have to keep, and, and I rely on them to give me information. So the point here is that you want to think about how much effort you're putting in a platform and how much do you expect to get back? And if it's not giving you the return you're looking for, cut it. You don't have to be on all. You could be on one platform and kill it, right? right? Yeah. You can be on one platform and kill it. If you're on LinkedIn and you're not using LinkedIn, I tell my clients this all the time, close it. Mm-hmm. You know, wh- whether I think you should be on there is, rel- is irrelevant because if you're not using it, if you have no presence, you ain't present. No one cares. Right. So, so I would, and I don't use Twitter anymore. Even though I have a Twitter account, I don't use, I don't tweet. Right. So it, 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 I don't think I know how too much. But <laughs> I mean, I don't once tweet. a month for a conference, they'll say, you know, oh, tweet for this conference or something. I might tweet a little yeah, something, but mm-hmm. it hasn't been a thing of mine. So I think that's good advice though, because I think the world will think that you need to be, will have you believing that you need to be present in all these different outlets. And in my circles, we've talked about like, how is that possible? They're saying post videos and I, who has time for that? Because in the beginning, you're, you're not getting, you're not getting paid for that. Like, like yeah. I have time for the things that pay me and I'm really getting paid for some <laughs> things. Right. So uh, your advice is very valid. Um, and I'm sure others are listening like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like kind of like cut, it's we're pressured into being in all these spaces. I'm on TikTok for fun. I create exercise videos that can be shared on Instagram because right. I'm exercising. I, I am a lifestyle influencer. That's the term. So I'm influencing people to do something different with their lifestyle. I get paid from different areas of this being a lifestyle influencer. But but again, I'm st- it's still for me, number one, all about the influence. What impact am I making with people? 
once I build a connection that's heart, that's here, if I got you here, then you're going to hire me or try to get me hired and introduce me to anybody I want to be introduced to. This is how it works, like building genuine relationships, because you know how I show up. You know, I show up personally and professionally. So it doesn't seem like there's any hidden things and you go, okay, either you like, oh, this is way too much for me. Mm-hmm. she's not going to match our brand and they won't come to me. So I'll know nothing about it. Or you'll say, I really like what she has going on. And she's authentic. She's a person. Cause if COVID, you know, one thing COVID has, has provided for a lot of us is ab- absolutely being us sh- to shed who we were like all of these um, preconceived pieces of doctor and professor, right? We don't have to be those things. We are individuals and we're people and people understand that that resonates more, even with people who want to hire you for, I mean, I work for, I I train three different fortune 500 companies Mm -hmm. and they all, you know, if they're like, what's your Instagram page? SW life. I have no problem with showing them, you know, they, they go see my travel life or some funny stuff that I put out there because this is who I am. I, and it does actually show up in when I speak, there's always a comedic element to it. Like I'm not kind of stiff, even if I'm giving serious information, if, if I'm talking about implicit bias, right. there's still some fun parts about it or interesting parts. So I try to make, I try to be as authentic to me, not for other people, but authentic to me. So I can be happy. like when I close my eyes and leave this earth. You don't want to bore yourself when you're talking to these people. Like, no. But people don't understand, like, if it is difficult for me to bring the information out, I am not enjoying it at all. It is torture. I would prefer to just be able to show up as myself and not be tortured in the process. Okay. One thing you said about relationships, and and, and I wanted to know, when you're building a brand, how Mm -hmm. important is collaborations? Because I think recently what I've seen you do, um, and I'm not on there all the time, but I catch stuff. That's and okay. Is that you've collab- collaborated with other lifestyle individuals? Yes. Yes. How important is collaborations, and what type of collaborations should people be looking to get into? Uh, let's see. So I like collaborations because it's I like collaborations from project to project because it does not leave you um, in this kind of long term kind of relationship with this person if it doesn't quite work out. And sometimes it doesn't quite work out, right? Um, I would say um, the collaborations that I look for are things that are going to be mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. So I have to get a benefit. I like compromising all of that. But how is this going to help me? You're going to get me more followers? Am I going to get you more followers? Or am I going to get my brand partnerships, say, with the office of Angela Scott? They Shoes get sold, right? So they're happy with me because people are buying shoes. Um, that works out and it's beneficial for me because, you know, we have an agreement on on how we partner, right? So I think first, make sure the relationship is beneficial, equally beneficial because not many people are going to say, here's your brain. I'm a developed brain and then you're just, uh, let's say Instagram, right? And you have 50 followers and I have 6,000 followers. It has to, either you have to have one hell of an engagement of your 160 followers 
or something else, I have to benefit from it. Either you pay, don't be afraid to pay for for partnerships. I'm telling you, because the investment might be great for you all. Um, I just think that it has to be equally mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. If it's not, that's that's the first piece of it. The second piece of it is, um, does it complement your brand? So match or complement. If it doesn't, don't reach so far. Don't be so far reaching. Um, don't try to be so quick to put apples and oranges together. Mm-hmm. If it's not going to make good apple and orange juice, right? Don't don't be so quick to do that. Just because you think, oh, I can get like all these followers, or the, or I can get um, people to buy my product or services. Make sure that it makes sense. I mean, really like makes it like you connect the dots in a straight line and not, I got to go here, maybe here, maybe if I do this, quit the maybe marketing. So those, those are two main things about partnerships that's, in your brand. That's important because one of my, my taglines is our business is not good business, Right. And so you have to be very strategic about individuals you get into business with. And, you know, mainly I've had people, you know, reach out to me like, oh, you know, Narkita, do this or do that. And, you know, I'm listening. I get really quiet because I do a lot of listening. I do a whole lot less talking. And then the big ass come and they'll say, you know, can you get, can I get several bags for free? And it's like, I'm not buying bags in bulk. Like I'm actually designing these bags, which cost me a lot of money. It, it costs, right? Yes, and, and that shouldn't be, so, so it's value. They should value that That's this is I the think. thing that you're doing. Yeah, like, like I came to you. To say, this is how we can partner. How about I buy a couple bags or even one bag to be able to highlight in my event and then you come and speak or you come yeah. and whatever the case may be, but don't insult me because you want me, my voice, everything about me, and you want my bags for free as if I don't have miles to feed. Like it that mutually beneficial, that um, value of another person's um, time and their expertise yes. and who they are and what they're trying to do is so important. And and I think we have to get away from if they're black, they're going to give us something for free because I see a lot of that. A lot of if you're black, you're going to get something. I'm going to give you something for free. Something's going to come for free because you're black. And that's not that's not the case. Like we are we I've supported so many different brands of individuals just trying to like let them know like, oh, you know, keep going like because I know for me. It's hard. And you do think, oh, shoot, did I did I do this wrong? Did I do that wrong? And then things happen. Like I sold out of one of my designs right when I and I I, I made a limited amount, not knowing how it would do. Right. And then I sold out of it. I'm like, oh, wow. So maybe I should keep going. Like we all need a little bit of motivation. And I don't think we should get into relationships looking for how we can get over on a person. Right. Right. Always get something for free, but how we can come together and partner and uplift each other, contribute to each other, support one another. And we can't support everything, but no, but do I don't, I tell you, I don't, I don't buy everything black and and I'm going to be honest with you. If it's not of quality, you're not going to get my money. So support to me means here's my support. Here's what you need to do to get my money. But if it's not of quality, 
I'm I'm not gonna. Right, you can't jump on everybody's bandwagon. No, no, and especially if I don't need the product or service. So right. I'm not gonna. I probably my my idea of support is probably going here. Here's a poor person that needs what you have. I don't. And if it's not quality, I'm not referring it. I mean, when I tell you at all. So I did this. I don't know if you remember 47 days. Last year I turned 47. So yeah. I did 47 days. I want to do so this cool. year too. Yeah, it was so cool. You highlighted all these different different people. Uh, yes. I, bought, I don't know how many people. I, I know I bought some shirts. <laughs> I bought I bought from some, a lot of the people that you highlighted um, during that time frame because it, it was just an awesome thing to be able to highlight these different people. They, it were an expensive, expensive and, as you people that I bought from she was just such a down-to-earth person. She was like, look, I did this thing. And I think she said it came out. You no, know, when I did the quality check, it didn't look quite right. So I'm just going to send it to you and send you something else or something like that. And I mean, it was just really personable, really nice um, person I deal with. So you did highlight some great people. I mean, I, I, I had to look. I had So I didn't know that there was Black-owned potato chips and beans <laughs> and Honey, baby food. I have a granddaughter. So we were looking for kids stuff. Um, and I found a lot of stuff. And I, besides the people that you saw, I bought other things and they weren't up to quality. So I couldn't share. That that was the. And for our members, let, us, let, us, let us explain. She turned 47. She <laughs> highlighted 47 different other brands. For her 47th birthday. And it went on for what? 47 days. It was really cool. It was really big. Um, it was marketed very well. Thank and you. many of the people I think that were following her social media were buying things from these yes. brands. And I know I did. I, I bought from several <laughs> several people right. um, on those brands. And they were quality, quality things that I got. And it was just an amazing thing to even to think of it was a way to give back to people, um, promote other people, not yes. even call them and say, can you give me some stuff free? No, no, I bought it. I but bought it. Yeah. You were yeah. really you were really like supporting them and then supporting them to another level. You also do because we just came off the yes. Women's History Month. So we got to yes. talk about that. Yes. Um, For Women's History Month, every year for as long as I've been friends with Sharon. It's, it's six. This is the sixth year. Yeah. Um, She has highlighted women during Women's History Month. I mean, their superpowers, you know, what they stand for. Um, And it has been really cool. I was highlighted 2019, I think. 2019. I think 2019. Yeah, I think it's 2019. 2019. Yeah. Um, and that, it's just an awesome campaign to see all the women and all the amazing things that they're doing. Um, and it's just something you do to give back. And it's not yeah. something that's easy to do. You actually put together these marketing things to highlight these women. Like, it's not something that is free. This is like you are literally giving your time to really yeah. put together amazing marketing materials to highlight these individuals on social media. And it's a great campaign. You were on TV this year talking about yes. that. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was good. Yes. That was good. Yes. So branding, you know, when I look at at branding, it's, it's, it's more than just waking up and saying, I'm going to brand, right? Right. You have to be so intentional. And I think that's what I've heard you say through everything <laughs> that you said. Intention. Filling in the gap, making sure you're 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 filling the gap, making sure your collaborations are intentional, 
making sure you post in places very intentionally and showing up in those places and you don't have to show up in all places, right? And I think we think that we do sometimes. Sometimes we think that we're desperate for a relationship, that we got to collaborate with with anyone. Um, Sometimes we just got to take a pause and be very intentional about the things that we do and how we're doing them. And I think uh, that is probably... The most helpful advice our listeners can get about branding, because it's so much other stuff goes into it. But the foundation of it is slow down, step back and be intentional and get some help. (laughs) So stop doing this alone. You're not a brander unless you are. We we tend to think so. Look, I know when I started as a business owner, I knew nothing about starting a business. See, I thought I did because I was successful in my professional life. But we have to even take accountability that you aren't a branding. You know, your expertise isn't in branding. Pay someone to help you get the start you need. Branding, marketing, is all. this is all investment. So I always tell people, marketing is about sustainability. That's branding, too. It's about sustaining um, what you look like, your position in the marketplace, right? So it's about sustainability, not immediate profitability. That's sales. Yeah. And so when we talk about branding, when we talk about building an effective brand, you have to invest in the ability of what you see yourself doing, not just the logo, but your messaging, what you're doing. Um, Some of us, you, you look at your brand as the kind of this larger piece. You have to do it one step at a time. So you have to break it down in, and a professional, a true professional will help you find your lane so that you can expand. So we want to condense to expand, um, not kind of throw this large net out there and mm-hmm. and capture all this garbage. And I, I think that's what we, we're looking at other people's brands and we're going, I want to be that. So when people see me, they're like, oh my God, how'd you do that? Because I want to do the same thing. And they try to replicate it mm-hmm. on their own and it falls very Let flat. Let me tell you. This woman tried to get my husband because she assumed that he was doing some of my marketing stuff. And she was just asking him, like, how did your wife do this? How did she do her website? How did she do? And he like, I don't know. He, he don't, he not up with me when I'm making these things for social media. He's not with me when I'm talking to the website person about doing this, that, and other. And so people really do look at you and think, I just wanted that. Yeah, I want that. How you get that? How you get that attention? They have no idea of the amount of hard work it takes to equal whatever success that we're getting. And both you and I, both you and I, Nakita, we do the same thing. (laughs) There is no limit to success for us. There is no, I mean, we got expectations. It just keeps... There is no limit. This isn't it. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be next year. We could be talking about something like, totally we different. What can, I, <laughs> what can we expect from you? I'm like, I'm still growing. Yeah. <laughs> magic. Just yes. know it's all going to be magic. That's what you can expect. <laughs> and it's the truth. It's the truth. How funny. Magic. I don't know. Now, listen. You got P3 Solutions. I want to yeah. know how can people who are listening sort of... um stay in touch with you, get in touch with you about maybe they're thinking about branding. Maybe they're thinking about doing some things different. What should they do? So I think the first thing you should do, I want you to visit SharonWashington.com mm-hmm. and then click on the box that says, talk to me. Mm-hmm. 
let's set up like a 15 minute intro conversation or a 30 minute project discussion. If you have a project you want to discuss about me with marketing, true. But if you just want to get to know me and we just build a connection, because I'm all about um, intentionally in this moment right now, building connections with people. If you don't want to build a connection, you probably don't want to talk to me. Or if you just want to hire my company to do some things, great. But for me, if if individual you want to know like the secret, which dude, I get my secret sauce out all the time because the ingredients changes. I come with another piece of secret sauce, so I don't care. You can you can take this secret sauce and figure out figure it out for yourself. So I'm open about that. Um, absolutely follow me, the SW Life. Tell your friends to follow me and share my content on Instagram at the SW Life. But for the most part, start with Sharon Washington. All my social media platforms are there. Follow me. Say hello. Keep building the connection. Don't don't do it blindly. Um, I'm a person, so you know I am not gonna bite you. And I'm you know I'm not a celebrity. I don't I'm, my my family may say it, but I don't view myself as higher than anyone. And if I have the time, I'll make the time to talk. If you are intentional about reaching out to me to talk, I make the time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for You're that. Welcome. So listen, I hope our listeners have gotten some helpful tips that have helped them on their journey. I know I did, and I'm always getting helpful tips and trying to figure out my way. Um, because like you said, we just we just keep going. We keep moving the bar. That's how we operate. <laughs> so this is making it plan with Dr. Key. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Sharon Washington, for joining us and sharing your brilliance with us. We can't wait to see what you do next. I'm always watching what's next and what's to come. SW SW Life, follow. Yes. You have to follow to see this fashion stuff seriously. (laughs) And these meals that she cooked, you have to follow. Um, you You can keep up with Making It Plain with Dr. Key. On Instagram, we have a page or my website is www.ddrkey.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Making It Plain with your host, Dr. Key. This podcast has been brought to you by our sponsor, Sparkman Key Consulting, LLC. Check us out at www.thedrkey.com.